Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. It's good to have you with us. Thank you for downloading the podcast and spreading it around to other people, sharing it on your socials. We've just had a record month of downloads, and we have you to thank for that. Thank you so much. Before we get started today, I've got two great, great guests today, and we'll introduce you just in just a second. But I've got to tell you about our friends at Discover Sooner, discoversooner.com. Say you're a songwriter, you know, and you're you're writing these great songs today, and you're wondering, what do I do with them? Or maybe you're looking for someone to collaborate with, or a publisher, or maybe you're looking for that publishing deal. Well, you got to get connected to the folks here in Nashville. And a good way to do that is Discover Sooner. So remember, discoversooner.com. And if you listen to our podcast, Season 2, Episode 2, with Nancy Deccan, she's the CEO. And she'll tell a little story about how she she created uh, Discover Sooner and why. And I'll tell you, it's doing a fantastic job. She's got people from all over the world now that are, are getting discovered. And that's the thing to remember. Get discovered sooner at discoversooner.com. Okay. Our guests today are Robert Spanberg and Anna Sullivan, who's going to sing some some background. Hit it, Bob. Let's let's do a song, brother. I grew up in a house of love. In my neighborhood, you had to be tough. I got by with my fist, a twinkle in my eye. I had all I ever wanted until I got high. Killed a man in a crack house, so they threw me in a big house. Cell no bigger than a doghouse. They say it's where I belong Kept getting caught in a cat house I was a fox in a hen house Now they're never gonna let me out Till I rest in the house of the Lord Mama prayed for me Every day and night I should have followed a lead, but no, I chose a different life. Sympathy for the devil, so I ran with him. He knew me so well, son, we's as close as kin. We killed a man in a crack house, so he threw me in the big house. A cell no bigger than a doghouse. Since where I belong Kept getting caught in a cat house I was a fox in a hen house Now they're never gonna let me out Till I rest in the house of the Lord Well that clock struck twelve There was still no call and my nine lives, well, I use them all. I won't be the first, ain't gonna be the last. So walk me down that mile, boys, and just get this over fast. Killed a man in a crack house, so they threw me in the big house. Cell no bigger than a doghouse. Since where I belong I couldn't make it on the outside I found peace on the inside Take me now, I'm ready to die Then rest in the house of the Lord I'm ready to die Then rest in the house of the Lord I'm ready to die Rest in the house of the Lord. Robert Spanberg, 
let me uh, turn my mic on and tell you, Robert Spanberg and Anna Sullivan singing the uh, beautiful background uh, harmonies there. Fantastic song, Robert. Good to thanks, good, man. Good to have you on the Songwriter Connection to here, today. Man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having us. Uh, yeah, really played with you. It. Got to play with you last night at the uh, world famous uh, Donaldson Pub. We were uh, taping yeah. this in uh, late September uh, for a November release, but it was a lot of fun. I'm going to tell you, it was good playing with you. It was same here too, man. You yourself are an amazing no. songwriter. You said you've only been here eight years. Yeah, eight years. We used to come down a lot, you know. Yeah, and right. You, yeah, yeah. But for yourself, man, for being here eight years, man. <laughs> first things I wrote my first eight years here, I've probably thrown them all away. But how, how long you been in town? Twenty-two years now. And you came from uh, the Philadelphia area. Philadelphia area. Yeah, I was in Philly and Jersey, and I played in the tri-state area there. Okay, I was with bands and and stuff, but. Uh, my heart was always with the acoustic guitar and songwriting, and that's where all you know. That's where my is that what attracted you to Nashville then? Yeah, yeah. Back in the um, you know in the nineties when I was hearing you know people like uh, you know like uh, we talked about Freddie Johnston, mm. uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter, yeah. Michael Johnson. I'm hearing this, and the Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks comes along. Yeah, I'm hearing changes this. things. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I was getting a little long on the tooth playing in rock and roll bands up there. I'm like. <laughs> But acoustic guitar playing and, and songwriting was always my where my heart laid, you know? Yeah. I remember my mom used to play Kenny Rogers records at home, and I hear these songs. I'm like, I want to be a songwriter, man. Yeah. You know? And I was an entertainer. I already had that down. Yeah. I've always been an entertainer. I've Even when I'm not entertaining, I'm, I'm I can hear my cat uh, crying that's in the background. Hey, that's okay, because we, <laughs> we, we have 13 cats, if not 14. 13? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, man. Uh, yeah. So that's I, Juliet making her presence Ju- known. Ju- uh, that's, that's okay. That's okay. With, yep. Right, right. Cat house. Cat house. <laughs> <laughs> that's us. Yeah, yeah. That's, actually, that's where I came up with that line at our house. We, uh, how we doing? Yeah, yeah. there's you Patty. Know, when, I wrote that, yeah. when I wrote that song, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, it's funny. People hear that song and they... I, I write a lot of songs about that and redemption, and when they hear that, people are like, "Did that really happen to you?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "No, but my brother spent some time in, in the in the can, and I've had yeah. a, I've had a checker pass myself. I'm no angel. Yeah, I've uh, yeah, I've done some things where you know I got myself in a you know behind behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> but I always tell people I've been to jail, but I've never been to prison. There you go. But you know and and, and that's when you learn to write a song. You, know? you pull on those experiences of to, course, to write the song. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. think a, you know there's nothing less uh, nothing nothing really spectacular about about the facts. Fiction is good. You know what I mean? Fiction is good. When you take I always say a great song is 80% real and then you, you you judge it in there you put about 20% of but I did use my brother as the muse there there you go I did I did yeah. and uh, when I had that idea for that song you know with the houses and stuff and uh, that's I just used my brother as the muse and uh, you know he was caught in a I think that's the first song I remember seeing you play, and I, yeah. and I believe it was at um, Commodore, uh, yeah, a few years ago, yeah. Um, so, but Thank I remembered you. that song. And yeah, I had some interest with that. I had uh, um, Julie Howard uh, uh, was looking at that. Jeannie Howard it was looking at you know for um, and but that's oh, yeah, okay. We <laughs> there love she that. is. Oh, she got to say hello. But yeah, I <clears throat> I've always had pe- that people. That song has been kind of my signature song. Good, good, sir. Yeah. Well, we do this um, <clears throat> around the dining room table at my house in uh, Hermitage outside of yes. Nashville. So sometimes there are intrusions like that from, no, from kitties. No intrusion at all. Yeah. She just loves. She's there yeah. to love you. Well, Blight's here to, to uh, <laughs> Yeah, Blight's here. Giving a, see, yes. she, now she won't let you well, stop. Pretty see. kitty. Okay. She'll probably be in your lap in no time. Cool. Well, awesome, man. That's great. <laughs> well, yeah, good to have you here. And uh, any thanks for you coming, too. I mean, you sang with us uh, last night, too, yeah, at the pub. You've got some great songs yourself. And a tremendous voice. Thanks, man. Yeah, very good. So it's good to have you here. Um, tell me about your style a little bit and how it developed and where it came from. Awesome. And- um, I'll tell you a funny story. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked for an electric guitar and an amp when I was 14 years old. Yeah. And uh, my mom bought me a guitar and my brother, uh, he worked in a junkyard. He found an amp and uh, oh. he drove up from Jersey when we moved outside of Philly. He drove up. He's like, I'll, I'll bring Robert an amp and he got me an amp and I'm sitting in my room and I'm playing. And that was the year that Van Halen came uh-huh. out. <laughs> and then I hear this. Yeah, the scratching and the, the, the tapping. Yeah. And I said to my mom, 
I said, Mom, I want to trade this in for an acoustic guitar. She's like, what? <laughs> right? What kid does that? Right? Yeah. Right? And uh, I said, I want to trade it in for an acoustic guitar. And I said, I, need, I want you to buy me a Jim Croce record. Oh, wow. Jim and Croce? She bought me Jim Croce, Time in the Bottles, Greatest Hits, oh, and yeah. the guitar. And I sat and I learned those songs when I was 14, 15, 16 years old. Wow. And all my buddies were in the garage doing it. <laughs> the tapping and stuff playing and you were going and a it, different route <laughs> I'm going a different route yeah. and um, I'm in the bars playing gigs 17 years old making yeah. money wow. playing playing oh yeah yeah man and I love those songs I'll never get I came home and my mom was sleeping after work so my mom worked hard I'm almost getting tear in my eye when I think about this. Mm. Um, my pockets were stuffed with cash. Mm. And I came home and I just took the money and I threw it on my, <laughs> over my mom. Mm -hmm. I said, look, mom, look what I did. And my mom was my biggest fan. Wow. So always, oh, I'm sorry. Mm. That's but, no um, problem, man. And, um, I totally understand. Yeah. And uh, so but I was 18, so all my buddies were still in there trying to learn all these, you know, you know, and, I was, and I'm just, <laughs> you know. Starry, starry night. No, yeah. Paint your blue and gray. Absolutely. And, and I was, and, and, and that's, and that's, you know, that's, that's how I got started. And I was, <laughs> I'll never forget, I was playing in this bar called Cannons in Allentown, PA. I was playing here for two years and people came in and they were wishing me happy 21st birthday, uh, <laughs> happy 21st birthday. And the owner looked at me. He threw me out. Threw you out? He's like, you've been playing here, drinking in my bar for the last two years, playing music? He's and like, you're not 21? Not, yeah, I was, I was in there. Well, I was 19 years old when I, 18 or 19, I was there. And um, I, had a, I had a brand new daughter at that time, you know. And uh, so, you know, I was out there uh, trying to make money because uh, we, we didn't stay together, me and, uh, me and, my, me and my wife. Mm. Unfortunately, you know, music was... You know, my first love, and, and I was a young kid. I didn't know any better, you know what I mean? But I always wanted to play music. I was working two or three jobs, but I had to, I had to play music almost to support myself. Yeah. You know, kind of kept me grounded in a way, but kept me grounded in a way that I couldn't really leave where I wanted to be from. I had other opportunities maybe to come to Nashville or go to L.A. or go to New York more often, but I, you know, mm. you know, I had bills to pay. You know what I mean? You have a child. You got child support. Yeah, you got to do it. It changes oh, things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And boy, mm -hmm. she came after that money, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget the lawyer used to say, they should bring me into court. Mr. Spamberg plays in an orchestra. <laughs> they used to call it an orchestra. An, an orchestra. An orchestra, yeah. yes. There's money from his arm. I was like, it's not an orchestra. <laughs> I'm just playing guitar in a bar, man. But yeah, so. So anyway. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. So that's my, that was my style, man. That's that's how I got started. You know? now, yeah. Do you remember when you wrote your first song and how oh, it came yeah. about? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in love with a girl. It was love, yeah. It's and always a girl. It's, it's always a girl. Yeah. Her April Payne. I'll never forget. I have something. I'll goes. I'm amazed that you remember. That's great. Yeah, said, you know that same thing off the D chord. You know, you're yeah. playing, right? right? That sounds great. You know, right? That, that little thing. And, and I wrote my first song at that. But um, I used to go into, um, if people don't remember, I'm old. I'm 57. You go into Spencer's. Remember Spencer's? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I would go in, and they had the posters. There. Yeah. And you flip back. I remember. They had posters of bands. And yeah. that's how I learned to play the bar chord. I yeah. I saw a picture of Jimmy Page doing this. And I watched it, and I went home, and I went... I it was, works! <laughs> wow, you can move that around. Yeah. And as you walk down the road. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's it. So... Yeah. I mean, and you, know, you learned that from a poster. I learned that from a poster. I that's learned, great. You know, you know, luckily today... Mm -hmm. Kids and people have, you know, you can learn guitar for anything, but you know, yeah, I all the YouTube the videos and I, stuff. You know, I learned yeah. the hard way. You had a, you found any way you could. You went to clubs, you That's watched right. people, anybody you yeah. saw, any event. I don't care if it was a, anything. If there was a little thing in a park, I would go and I would just watch, and I would watch people entertain and watch what they did, and, uh -huh. and take a little bit from everybody I saw, and learn how to be an entertainer, and learn how to write, just how to entertain a crowd. Yeah. Borrow a little here, here and there and here. Yeah. And, and all these pieces come together. Yes, and, sir. And next thing you know, you're you. Yeah. And that's great. And that's the best advice I can give to young, upcoming uh, talent songwriters. Yeah. 
you know, and find that voice. But sometimes, you know, yeah. you got to learn. You got to you got to observe the craft and yeah. observe the people that are Don't doing. Don't try it. to be like anybody else. Right. Take bits and pieces. Yeah. You know, there would be no Michael Jordan without right. Magic Johnson. There would be no Magic Johnson without Dr. J. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. J with, without the ice. Yeah, so you're right. You take pieces of this and you make it into your own. That's right. Your own collage. You know what I mean? That's and great advice. Like you know, like like let's say people think, oh, I sound a lot like Springsteen. Like that's that's great. I find that to be a, a great, you know. Uh, Was Bruce a, a, a big influence on you? Um, I wouldn't say he is a big, but I'm a bit. I'm a I, like. I, well, you're from I, the, you know. The, I'm from that area, area so yeah. I get that. Like uh-huh. I told you, I said I've never even owned the Bruce album, but no? I listen. <laughs> but I listen. I listen to a lot of Bruce. I listen yeah. to his emotion of his what he does. Right. Not so much. The, the song songwriting I don't try to emulate his voice or his playing mm-hmm. or you know but I I do I guess I do emulate him because he he he, he speaks to my soul yeah you know he's writing songs that, that that are making a difference in people's lives I remember the first time I heard him I I grew up in Cleveland Ohio yeah and there was a station there WMMS <clears throat> excuse me allergy season and um, they used to do this Friday night salute every Friday at six and they had the get down man and every day after this it would pump you up for the weekend. And they would play this Born to Run song. And this was years before Born to Run, the album, came out because it was caught in litigation and all the lawyers were fighting that. and stuff. Yeah, so book. I remember Bruce, I've got to go to a record store and find Bruce Springsteen. There were only two records at the time. <laughs> Greetings from Asbury Park and Wild the Innocent in the East Street Shuffle. So I bought them both and I thought, surely it's got to be on. And it wasn't on either one of those records. No. So. What? (laughs) But I I listened to those records, and at the time, especially the first one, they were kind of comparing this guy to a city uh, Bob Dylan, and I really loved Dylan. Exactly. And I started to listen to his lyrics and his style. And John Hammond was, you know, John Hammond managed Dylan, and yeah, and so yeah, he. That's why John Hammond liked him because John Hammond worked with Dylan, and wow, yeah, yeah, Yeah. listen to that stuff. Yeah. yeah, and the rest was history. Right? Yeah, we finally got to hear the whole album, Born to Run, and still one of my favorite ones. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, how about you play another one? Sure. Yeah, um, that first one was from my last. Yeah, you EP. have a CD out right now, right? Yeah, EP five song. Yeah, I'm trying to get together with another one. Uh-huh. Work with Mark Elliott. We're, Mark Elliott, yeah. We're kindred spirits. He, yeah. uh, we love his stuff, and we've heard some of the stuff he's done. I'm trying to get with him, and Good. he's a busy, he's a busy guy. But he, I think he's uh, right up the alley up my alley for him to uh, kind of produce my stuff and I think he gets what I do and great that's awesome is uh, the title of the EP called Fresh Coat of Paint and it's available it's out there yeah, right yeah this yeah. has this funny story too. it's available yeah, 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 yeah. And Spotify and all and CD Baby and we'll get the story of the song after the song Take a good look on the 
of my hood You'll only find dirt and rust So don't get your hopes up too high Or try to depend on me I'm going to break down And leave you on some dead end street Now I can't be what I ain't There's no way that I'm going to change With a fresh coat of paint People ask me same time they say, uh, Dave, why do you do a podcast? And this is the reason why, right here. To hear talent like you well, around thanks, this man. dining room table. Thank you, man. Singing a song like that with thanks. the it's, lovely Anna singing the uh, harmony behind you. Thanks, man. Amazing song. Fresh coat of paint. Yeah, it's it's kind of... I, I, Anna's sitting next to me here, and I, mm-hmm. I, I probably shouldn't tell the story, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, we got to hear. we got to hear the story behind the song, so... Um, and we're not going to make her leave the room. Okay, well... <laughs> When I, when I moved here, I was, I was kind of engaged, and I got here, oh. and I got, yeah. And okay, I, maybe you better leave Yeah, there. I was, you know, I was with you, Dad. I, I, I made this girl move here, and we were in love, and we got engaged and everything. And But I realized when I got here, man, it's just like, whoa. I was immersed mm-hmm. in this. I had to be out all the time doing this thing, and then, yeah. unfortunately, uh, I got with this somebody that was quite much younger than me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we dated for a while, but we realized we didn't have nothing in common. I realized I made a mistake, and uh, you know, and but life goes on. Yeah. I did, Anna came into my life, and you know, and, mm. and 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 saved me from my own, saved me from myself. But I, when I was writing that song, I had the idea, and I was like, "That's a pretty good idea." It's like once again, you have to look back. You look back in your catalog in your mind. I'm like, fresh coat of paint. Like it's just you know, this. She was just a, a, you know, a young girl that, that you know, I'm, there, there was, there was no way she was going to change me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, an old car is an old, and so I just found the music and this is what I learned from national songwriting. You, you got to find these things. Right. You got to find these things to, you know, you just, you know, songwriting. You just can't come out and say what it is. You got to, you got to go with these little different things. Yeah. I don't know or twist it a little bit. Yeah. Set it up like a joke and pull the rug yeah, out. Yeah. 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 And That's what I love time, about that song. Right? And that time I did feel like an old used car, and I kept yeah. coming up. It took me a long time to write that, Anna, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it took me a long time to. Write. I, yeah, especially that that bridge, that mm-hmm. bridge. You know, you know, it's like you know, you could fill me up with your love, but it won't burn clean. And mm-hmm. I was like, finally, it took me forever <laughs> to come with that line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I'm running rough, so give up on this old machine. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, it's like when I got that part, I was really happy. I was like, ah, but it, it took me. That was one of my longest songs. It took me yeah. six months. And now Anna helps me out with a lot of the songs. See? Yeah, co-write. Um, yeah, we yeah. co-write. Um, mm-hmm. we, we call it editing. Editing. 
Yeah. She yeah. edits and she's like, you need to say it this way. Like even today in the car, we were talking about a song. You need to turn that line around. Yeah. Because if you do that, it's like, yeah. So Anna, it's good to have, it's great to have Anna to bounce stuff off. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what I love about this town because you get constructive criticism like that. Like yeah. you gave me last night. You say, hey, did you ever think about doing it this way? Yeah. And like, wow, no, I never did. Yeah. And then that's how the community is here. So yeah. that's what I love about Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, uh, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you have to be, you know, you have to be, uh, diplomatic about it, of course. Yeah. You know, everybody, you know, a song, a, I guess a song can always be better. Yeah. But you have to, always. sometimes you have to say, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is um, this is what for I'm now. Doing. This is it. Yeah, and I'm gonna. Yeah. Pl- I'm probably gonna play you one tonight. Me and my friend Tom Leonard. So we, I know Tom. Tom, we've tried to rewrite this. He's song. a great song. Great yeah, guy. I'll, I'll play that Tom one. Now. I'll probably play some up. Good. Play that one last. But we've yeah. written one together too, Tom, and I, that I really like. Yeah, yeah. He's a gifted uh, lyricist. He, he yeah. is. He really is. And he kept trying to. It's like, well, we he he pitched it, and 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 the, the publisher loved it. They said, but. You know, no one's writing, no one's cutting songs about fifty-year-old men anymore. I'm like, well, I don't care, Tom. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not changing the integrity of this tune for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm well, that's where you record it yourself and put it out there. That's what I like about today's yeah, music climate. You know, yeah. uh, and a lot of people are just doing that. I'm going to record it and I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, make it available. You know, yeah. and uh, We're all you know, looking for the big buck, it'd be nice. You know, yeah, you know, but, you know. Let's, let's face it, songwriting's not as lucrative as it was back in the day. When yeah. I moved here, mm-hmm. you had a Reba cut well, yeah. or anybody cut. Yeah. You were set. You were set. You yeah, know, sure. Especially if you had the yeah. album title cut. Yeah. You know, yeah. just a cut would get you $152,000, dollars Yeah. Because yeah. people were buying records and you got the yes. mechanical royalties yes. for that. Yes. Yes. Which has totally disappeared today. Yeah, it's totally so they go after the radio play. And, yeah. uh, and we've talked a little bit about this in the past. And I'm an old radio guy, but I, you know, as far as discovering new music, Radio is not the place that people are going to discover new music. When we were kids, you didn't go anywhere without your radio, of course, man. and that's where you found. That's where I discovered Bruce Springsteen, like we talked before. But AM today, and FM, AM and <laughs> FM. That's right. And <clears throat> but today it's different. And what we have to do is um, not count so much on the mechanical royalties, but on uh, what's getting airplay and yeah. what's going on TV and the sync. As we talked about TV and movies, yeah. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Well, but well, adapt or die. Adapt or die. Exactly right. Yes. And there are people in this town that are making good money writing songs. Well, you know, that's what her yeah. country is for a long time. They, 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 yeah. they did not Who want to adapt. Who are they? Yeah. Who are they? They did not want to adapt for a while. Yeah. If I you? find one, I'll get them on this show yeah. and we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> While you're tuning up from the drop D, I'm going to yes. ask you a question. Um, we talk in the past uh, about um, how I just hate to put people in a genre. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's for the record companies and the people that are marketing music. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but I hate to say, well, you're a folk artist, you're a country artist, yeah. you're a rocker, you're a blues player. You know, I think you define your own way. Yeah. And if you look at the really great artists today, they have. They've they've blazed their own trail. Yeah. And, and the, the genre followed them. You know what I mean? Or they yes. created their own, right? Bob Seger. Bob Seger, right? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, like well, we talked about. Style music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but, but even people like right. Tyler Taylor Swift yeah. and, and Madonna. I mean, really, if you think about it, Dolly Parton, good example. You know. So I guess I say all that to ask you: How would you describe your music, your style? I've tried. Uh, some people have called me urban folk. Urban folk. I like that. I like that term. I like. I that. tell people singer songwriter. Yeah. People always ask me why you came Urban to Nashville folk. if you're not writing country music, and uh-huh. but I did. I I, I chased that. Mm-hmm. I chased that 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 for a while. I was. I mean, I, I hung out in Music Row. Yeah, I did. The, I did the thing. You hung out with bars and hung with people late night, and that's when and, Music Row existed. Half yeah, of, more than yeah. half it's gone, and I got. And that's what got me in big trouble. Yeah, a lot of times. did it? Yeah, yeah. Great. We're not going to get into what goes on. Mm. But, but mm. They, they say nothing happens good after midnight. Right. You know, you get, uh. get and I, I've known guys. There's guys in this town I could tell you by name that have just literally made a career out of just hanging out with people long enough. And they say, hey, come along. And yeah. you add a line or two to a song. We yeah. do. And I've been in many of those sessions. Just you were in down. the room when the song was. I was in was, the room down yeah. on 16th Avenue, just hanging mm-hmm. out in the, you know, but we're, you know, but it just, yeah. it never worked out. My, but my heart was never really in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, I wasted some time. I'll be honest with you, Dave. I yeah. waste. You know, I I should have followed my what I. But you know, I was chasing fame. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. know, you can't. Chase so if you fame. had it to do all over again, 
Yeah. 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 Um, I just, I would just come here and it's do what I do and mm-hmm. not trying to not worry about what other people think I should be doing. You know, yeah. that, that is such a good point. Yeah. And, and, and as soon as that. you said that, I, I, I flash back to uh, yeah. Willie Nelson, who's a, a fantastic okay. well, artist. there you go. I mean, there he goes. He tried to, to, to fit in, be that square peg in the round hole yeah. in Nashville for years. And it yeah. just wasn't happening. And it wasn't until he went back to Texas and did Willie. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, country embraced That's him. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. He had some hits, you know. But, yeah. You know, but more yeah. as a songwriter than an artist, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. but anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're coming. Yeah, you're so, coming yeah, I just, um, yeah. you know, I just, but yeah. I love being here. No regrets. Mm. None whatsoever. I'm, I'll be 58 years old. Um, this coming year, but I'm 57. 57? In October. October. Oh, sure. okay. So you're calling yourself 57 for your entire 56 years. Well, isn't that great that you're younger <laughs> than you thought you were? <laughs> I'm 58. I'm actually two years older than him at this point. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, really? So this 57? You're 56. Right? Yeah. 56 right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you don't look at it, man. You look a day over 50. Well, I work in the, <coughs> I work in the restaurant business at QC. I work with a lot of young people. And, do you? Uh, they keep yeah. you young. Oh, they do. And um, yeah. it's nice. Ah, I yeah. bet. Yeah. 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 Hopefully they're not listening to this. But they do. I, I do. I hang around with a lot of young people. I mean, actually, John, I, you're a great guy. I would love to hang out with you. Let's have some Jameson, some beers. Yeah. But most people my age, I, I find I've, been, I've gotten very... Um, Old. <laughs> old and just like self-righteous. Like oh, I got like, you. Yeah. Like you're owed something like that. Right, right. World don't owe you nothing, man. You you make your own make your own way. Believe me, I, Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm glad to be where I am today. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. you know, I I first moved to Nashville. I lived in 19 different places in one year. What? Lived wow. in my car. I came with 13 guitars and I'm down to two. 13 guitars. <laughs> Living car, in your I, car. Yep. There's the first line of a song. 13 guitars, yeah. living in my car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, right, Let's write a song right yeah. now. You know, back then, back then, people would rent you a room, and you'd yeah. stay in a room, and you'd find out these people were really kind of freaked out. They were just trying to make a couple yeah. bucks off. you get into a room for a couple of days, and, and you never know. You, you have to keep your door locked, and it was scary. Ooh, it was scary. Um, yeah. It's scary to um, to live that kind of lifestyle. But I was hardcore. I want, I it's It was me. It's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I, you know, I always felt I had something to prove. I come from a musical family, from other Did you? brothers that that followed music and, and quit, and I wanted to be the one. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, but so I did what I had to do. So both mom and dad played music. Mm, yeah, my mom, my mom sang operettas in wow. on Broadway. My dad, wow. Yeah, my dad played music by ear, but then his ear got really big and <laughs> hurt. No, I'm only kidding. It's no. a joke. And yeah, my brother, my brother was a fantastic drummer. God rest his soul, he had passed. Mm-hmm. And my my second, uh, my brother Curtis was a fabulous, fabulous, could play anything. So I grew up around music, hearing music. Great. Uh, my first time I heard, I heard Sunshine I Love when I was four years old. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, yeah. all that stuff. Jethro Toll. Try to so, imagine when that yeah. was a new sound. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I didn't, like, I didn't like music when I was a kid. I, I wanted to be a baseball player. Did you really? Yeah, I know you're a big baseball player. Oh, yeah. I love baseball. I was good. Yeah. I was actually an alternate for the uh, Tom's Tom's River uh, uh, Little League World Champion team back wow. in the 70s. And yeah. what was your position? Uh, catcher. Catcher? Believe it or not. Whoa. Call a good game? Yes. Because yeah. I, you know, catcher sees the field. Yeah. Yeah, because they had enough pitchers. They just needed, I could hit. Mm-hmm. I was a skinny little kid, but I could hit. I could hit. I, my, my probably about eight hundred in little league. In wow! My, oh yeah, I was. That, yes, I, I was on base all the time. I was. Well, I, no people. That's come, great. People. You're come, the Pete Rose of your people day. People would come and see me when I played when I was a kid. They wouldn't leave. There was a doubleheader. It's like let's see the Spanberg kid hit. Oh yeah, man. That's it's great, awesome. man. I, I that's hit. awesome. Yeah, now, do you, do you have a baseball song? Um, I got a boxing song. Oh well, that's 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 close enough. Yes, I got a sports song. Good, let's do it. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. 
Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. He called himself Philly the Kid Same as his daddy did Born with his muscles But not his chin He'd say keep on throwing punches Till you hear that bell ringing And as long as you're standing now Go down swinging he supported his family Working on the docks And he'd head down to the gym Right after he punched the clock He's a little past his prime He knows that's what they're all thinking But as long as he's standing now He's gonna go down swinging he tell me, don't let a good pitch to hit pass you by Don't let a good woman get away If she catches your eye In time marched on And never got a shot He's another local hero That time forgot and he'll find his glory one day when he hears those angels singing. And as long as he's standing now, he'll go down swinging. My John Prime. <laughs> yeah. Now the last time I saw him He was lying in his bed The doctors told him That they don't know they can He regaled me with old stories And he never stopped grinning And late that night he gave up the fight But he went down swinging you see, late that night he gave up the fight, but he went down swinging. I can tell you right now, it didn't take you five minutes to write that song, did it? <laughs> it did it. You're right. Yeah, that was a labor of love, I'll bet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> once again, my, my friend Danny Zimba, who's a big boxer, he's a boxing uh, judge in town, mm-hmm. here in town. We used to watch a lot of boxing, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it's. You know, you just hear words, you hear something, phrases. He goes, man, it's like, and I think he said to me, he goes, man, he's like, well, I said, man, I got to ask him. He goes, hey, you went down swinging though. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so. <laughs> so, um, I know I'm getting a little emotional here though. Um, That's okay. Uh, I love it when you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. My father passed when I was 17. Um, mm. Yeah, that's uh, He died of leukemia. Oh. And it was during, uh, it was pre, pre-AIDS epidemic and they kept giving him blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. And oh, it wouldn't, they wouldn't take. And we're like, the, the doctor's like, his heart's good. All his organs are good. But it just, you know, they couldn't figure it out why it was. And I'll never get it. I was the last person in my father's room. Mm-hmm. And when, when he passed, and I was in the room, and his heart was beating, but he was already comatose. And the wind blew in the window, and the wind blew out the window. Mm-hmm. And he they passed away. And, uh, and they they were they figured out afterwards that the the blood he was getting was was tainted. Oh my! It was tainted because he couldn't get his white or you know, all that crumbles. Oh, I'm not a doctor, this, this but couldn't get, get it up. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm. I'm I, line, I know. Right? Now you know why my songs are so deep. I have. They are very I, deep. I, you know, my father was 60, very good. So sixty when I was born. My mom was forty when I was born. So mm. I'm an old soul. Yes, you know what you mean? are. And but that 
So when I had to come up with that line, you know, I, the last time I saw him, he was lying in his bed. The doctors told him, and they said to my father, "That's that's all." You know, I'll never forget my 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 dad called my mom in the room. He said, "Pour me a shot of gin," and then they did a shot of gin. Did he really? And, and then my mom was like, "It's your time to go." And then when I went in, I guess he knew he was gonna go go, and then I went in there. But that's where I got that line from. Yeah. But he, like I said, you know, just. You take a story, just put a little bit of yourself. It's just like life, man. Put put yourself into anything that you do. A mm-hmm. little of yourself. Have some compassion. Think about what other people are going through and what they might have been through and this and that. And, uh, and I know I'm probably getting a little heavy for you on this no. podcast. No, this is but, exactly what this podcast is about. Well, this, getting this, inside the head of the this, songwriter. This, this is where it comes from. Yeah. Everything I've played for you is part of me. But I learned to be... To, 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 to make it into a story because of Nashville. Right. And, and I, I could not be the person or the writer I am if I was, you know, here. And without Anna and, you know, and without, without that, I, can, mm-hmm. I, I would never be that person. I, you know, I, I wrote a lot of love songs. And Anna always says a lot of songs about my feelings, which you hear a lot today. Mm-hmm. I don't write songs about feelings. I write songs about emotions. And yeah. that's feelings and emotions. Oh, Those hit you harder. They're different. That's yeah, right. They do. Yes, they do. So let me, yeah, Juliet's back here rolling around on the floor. Oh, she's underneath the dining room table. Yeah. Oh, she loves you. She's letting oh, you scratch okay. your belly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Dave, thanks for having us, man. No, it's, it's very good to have you. I was going to ask you, before you play another song, so you've been here for 20 years. You've seen this town change a lot. Woo. Have you? <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I have. I have. Um, um I mean, uh, structural wise, you know, this is, yeah. it's just, you know, it's, this town is, it's, it's gotten, it's gotten expensive to be here. Yeah. I mean, that's why I honestly, housing is, yes. Through, I yeah. mean, it kind of pushed my career in a different way because, you know, you, I don't know how these young kids come here and make it, to be honest with you. I don't even, you know, I when don't. I moved here in 98, you know, I was in a good class. I was in a class with uh, Mindy Smith, um, Trent Thomason, who's oh, big. Oh, Trent, fantastic. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Who's the other guy? Chris, who wrote all the songs, the big guy, honey. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Knight. Wallen. Chris Wallen. Chris, oh, Chris, uh, yeah. He's he, class of 98. Uh, yeah. Big and Rich. Big and Rich, wow. Yeah, I, I came in. You were here the Broken Spoke days then, right? Exactly. Did you play the, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just going to see. Did you, you play right? a lot at the Broken Spoke? All the time. It was my yeah. first place. I came in yeah. sat there. We're going to get Lee on the show. Lee Rascone. Oh, we're, yeah. We're going to get him on the show. Well, we, Debbie we, Champion was yeah. running, and, and, and Lee, and, and then Barbara Cloyd. And Barbara Cloyd, that's and, right. And, and, yeah. and those were the days when you could go out, and somebody heard, and that's where I got my first publishing deal. Is it someone, really? Someone heard me. Yeah. And I, I worked for Michael O'Reilly Publishing. I was on wow. with Dean Dillon, Dillon Dixon. Wow. Uh, Christine Mania. Dillon Dixon's another. Oh, I, those guys. I, I love yeah, him. Yeah, I'm, great you know, guy. Yeah. yeah. But that was one of my almost moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, what well, you had a publishing deal. That's great. I did. Yeah. Uh, but what happened was that the year that I was with them, or the two years in ninety eight, ninety nine, the two number one hits came from independent publishers in the town. And Sony ATV and Chapel, they weren't too happy about this. Oh, bad. So they went out and they they what they did is they went and just sourced all the writers from these independent writing companies and the writers went because they offered them big money and then I was left with just me and Christy Mana and a couple other people left with Michael O'Rear and uh, Christy had a big big hit yeah, yeah she has <laughs> with Blake that, Shelton yeah and she also has that, Boston uh, she also yeah. has a damn co- song called uh, Dash yeah. Between the Dates that's huge yes, I was, yes I was I was in this thing but they they sucked all those big writers out of those small publishers and because they, yeah, they didn't they like them so I was just new to town. I was just serious. I didn't know what I was doing. I was I was as green, but I, you know I had one song, the song called "Turnaround" that I did, and I did real well with it. I won uh, Nashville Songwriters uh, Magazine contest number one song, and wow. I, I did I did really well when I first got here. I I, I just had a lot of um, I, I use the word chutzpah. <laughs> no, I hate to put you on the spot, but is yeah. that a song you 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 still do? I, I don't. You I don't, don't okay. do anymore. I actually um. If you remember, um, do you remember um, Mars Music over in... I, I um, do remember Mars Music. They we, used to have this thing, the world's largest open mic contest. <laughs> we had that in Cincinnati, too. Yes. Yeah. And uh, me and Mindy Smith won it tied for first two years in a row. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's and I great. got a guitar. And, uh, you got uh, a guitar? Wow. Uh, and the prize also was to play the uh, Tim Pan South Festival. Yeah, that's And that's great. how Mindy got discovered. And I was on that festival, but... 
it didn't happen for me. And, you know, you mentioned it, so I'll just say that is a good time to come to Nashville if you're uh, listening from outside of Nashville oh, and you yeah. want to get a taste of what songwriting is all about. Yeah. Tin Pan South happens down here in usually in April. Yeah. Uh, the COVID thing changed it last it couple did. of years. Yeah, the Americana Fest is here. Too. Americana Fest, too. Yeah. Those are just great times to come to Nashville yeah. because all these venues open up to oh, great yeah. songwriters oh, and artists. Yeah. yeah. And uh, th- these are the people that um, that you see that uh, that yeah. work real hard, yeah. you know, writing the songs. And uh, you make. They may not be top of the mind awareness to you yeah, no. uh, that you hear on the radio, but you'd be surprised at the songs they wrote. <laughs> you could, listen and you go, you know, we, wow, he wrote that? We could yeah. do that. The that. things that the people that I've met in this town, yeah. we could do another podcast. You could. I, I could tell you some more. I've been here, like I said, 22 years. Yeah. You know, I've, I could tell you. You've seen them come and go. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, I'll, yeah. I'll, real yeah. quick, I'll never forget. I'm working down at the Gibson Cafe downtown. I love that place. place. I loved it. My manager says there's going to be a knock on the door. Answer that door at 8 o'clock. Here's a guy standing to guitar. He goes, hi, my name's Garth. I'm here to play. <laughs> I'm like, what? And there he is with, with Kent Blazing and all those guys. And that was my first, my first, I'm sitting here. Like, here I am right next to these guys. Next, I mean, and I just got here. So I had this good feeling yeah. about myself and about, you know, you wow. cannot, couldn't help but feel good about yourself. Because yeah. you're hanging around with these people. Even if you're just behind the bar, you're getting to see these people play. So I'm very fortunate yeah. that that happened. And it rubs off. Yeah, it so does. It can't help but rub off. It, it sure yeah. does. Yeah. I was talking to a young writer uh, last night who has been here a few years. And we and I asked her just that. I said, you know, have you feel that you've grown as an artist and a writer just, just being in this town? She goes, oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I think back four years ago oh, yeah. when I first came here. And uh, it doesn't even compare, you know. No. And, and I totally get it. I've been working on a, a CD for like four years. <laughs> Actually, it was two and a half years. Your own CD? It, yeah, yeah. And uh, picked it up today, as a matter of fact. And I listened to it and I think, all those songs seem old to me now. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? it's, I've got so well, many other... Well, that's yeah, the way it is yeah. here. When I go back, when I'll never get out uh, my good friend Michael W. Smith, who plays in the band, mm. Brittany Fox. We used to be with Cinderella. I used to play with these guys. Yeah. I'm a big heavy metal guy. Yeah. I used to hang around with these guys, the guys from all those those heavy metal bands out of Philly. And yeah. Like, what do you do down here? It's like, well, man, we write songs. It's like, he's like, well, how many songs can you write? I said, <laughs> I said, Mike, I said, there's like a thousand, two thousand songs written here. And they're like, oh my yeah. god, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. But because up north, what we do is we you get you rent your buddy's garage. Yeah. You get in there, you write ten songs, you cut an album, and that's what you do. <laughs> that's right. And you, hey, these are our ten songs. This is what's going. And you go out and you play. Yeah. Not down here, man. Oh man, no. you, you know what? Any, any any great songwriter will tell you, any poet will tell you, like uh, take your first hundred songs and just throw oh, them away. Yeah. Start again. Start again. Now you can pull from that. Yeah, yeah, you can pull from. And I have, believe me, I have a lot of what I play now. A lot of my melodies come from songs I have written, and I, I, I have done that. Not mm-hmm. so much to plagiarize myself, right. but I'll be like, you know. Um, different point of view now. Different. different. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's the best word. Yeah. 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 Cool, man. Very cool. Well, let's have another one and take us out with a with a great song. Robert Spanberg is our okay. our guest today okay. on the Songwriter Connection podcast. What a talent! I've really enjoyed hearing your songs and getting to know you a little bit better. And Anna too, providing the uh, background vocals. This has been a fun show. We'll do it. Guitar sounds so good. It's a Gibson. New strings. Yeah. It's a a new Gibson J20. Anybody out there looking for a guitar? Don't want to spend a lot of money. There's a lot of good new guitars. Um, Good sound. I've noticed uh, Walnut's being introduced because um, there's not a lot of wood left in some places. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Walnut seems to be the new. So anyway, real quick. Yeah. Um. I used to spend some time in Watertown. I used to volunteer at the Country Music Hall of Fame for 20 years. I used to go around teach kids about songwriting. And oh, that's great. I would take their lyrics and turn them into songs. And I used to go down to Watertown a lot. And uh, so I'm writing this song and I'm, I'm playing it. It's like, I need a word. I don't. I need a word here. And it's, it turned out to be Watertown. I'm standing on the corner of Watertown Square And I watch them throw their blue caps into the air Golden tassels shining in the sun Long bay they run And I was once where they are now 
And I swore on that day that I'd be getting out Would it be a victim of their small town ways Now look at me today I can't remember when I had a dream that I could defend But none of that matters now I let my dream drown Here in Watertown Whoa I know that there's hardworking people Here in this place Stab you in the back and they'll smile to your face My grandiose ideas they've never embraced Oh no So I keep on trying to make it the best around here Well I'm filling up on hope They're all so full of fear It's like driving a car that just won't steer spend a lot of time on my boat Then I get on the water and I just like to float Watching the current pass me by Just like my whole life And I know that the apple don't fall far from the tree Cause there's a whole lot of apples around here just like me It's hard to run when the roots run Remember when I had a dream that I could defend But none of that matters now I let my dreams drown in water song. The dining room table has never sounded better. <laughs> Robert Svanberg, our guest. Look for Bob uh, on the socials and uh, find his music on Spotify, wherever you yeah, find music. Yeah. I'm getting ready to do a new record. I'm getting Good. ready to make a, another push. I've been kind of back, but yeah. I'm coming out. You're coming out with a new... I'm coming up. <laughs> with, a new, with a fresh coat of paint. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, yes, we're going to be, be, be doing it. Yes. <laughs> Well, thanks for having us, man. Man, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Hope you'll join us next time. You know, in just a couple of weeks, we're going to have the original lead singer of REO Speedwagon. So, you know, we don't do oh, just Kevin? country music. Terry Luttrell is oh, going to be on our show. show. Oh, yeah. Original, yeah. Original. Before Kevin, yeah. Before Kevin, yeah. yeah. And we'll hear the story about how that band uh, started. And, oh. uh, and uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, keep it, on rolling. It'll be a great it's show. That's coming up in just a couple of thank weeks. You, Robert, and thank you so much. Thank Good you. to have you here. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.